This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. I'm excited to have Cindy Hockman on with us today. Cindy is the wife of Kyle Hockman, head football coach at Meek Eastern High School in Powder Springs outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I was reading your husband's bio, and you've spent many years on many levels of football, coaching at East Carolina, West Virginia, East Tennessee State, high schools in Ohio, Kentucky, and now Georgia. You know, he's taking teams to the state finals in multiple years in the playoffs, named Coach of the Year. When you reflect back, what stands out to you? You know, the thing that stands out to me most about my husband is his character. The wins and losses are huge, but the kids are what's important to him. You know, he's trying to build good men with good character. And um, I think that a lot of the kids respect him for that. And um, I think he gets a lot out of him that way. You know, it, it's just really cool to see um, the, the changes, you know, like with the program that he's in now, you know, it's just, it's really neat to see the changes in the kids, you know, over the four years that he's, that he's with them. You've seen so many games, <laughs> college, different levels of college, high school, different levels of high school. And then, uh, you know, I'm sure you would look back and go, each place has something unique or something special. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you could explain for those of us that don't live in the state of Georgia, what is mm-hmm. Friday nights like? What are they like in the Peach State? So McEachern is a 7A high school, which means it's one of the biggest high schools um, in the state. There, I think there are 40 or something like that of them in the state. So we've got a lot of players. My husband has 120-some players, I think, on his team. So therefore, a lot of people, our stadium holds, I think, 15,000. And, you know, most high school stadiums don't hold that. So it's true Friday night lights. You know, I mean, there are people everywhere. They're cheering everywhere. Um, It's the closest probably to a college game um, in a high school that you're ever going to get. Actually, it's, it's, you know, I've been to some of the smaller colleges, and and what goes on at McEachern is – bigger than that you know I mean it's really a fun atmosphere and and it's something that it this is a little small town um Powder Springs Georgia and everybody kind of rallies around the future of football so people who have nothing to do with the program have been coming to games for years and years and years and they're there every Friday night um so it's a really it's like Friday Night Lights the 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 TV show it really is without without the drama <laughs> <laughs> right without the drama I love no. it now you mentioned it. I mean, that's more than double than most mm-hmm. colleges out there from Division three to FCS. Mm-hmm. That is unbelievable attendance. I'm sure that atmosphere is just electric, especially when you're going into the playoffs. Oh, yes, it is. Of course, that's a really fun time when they're, they're going to the playoffs and they just keep fighting. And to see the team, you know, over the years, watch his teams keep fighting and never give up, that is, that's such a, a really cool thing. And the fans, they go to the playoff games just like they come to the games here they go to the playoff games they'll travel three hours to watch the team play and it's you know it's it's great to have such a fan base for those of us who don't know kyle you described him off the field what's he like on the field what do you like what's it like to watch him when you're sitting in your seat (laughs) so the first time i ever saw him coach a football game we had been married about six months and my husband's a really mild-mannered um, you know, kind of even keel, doesn't get mad easily, doesn't yell. And the, 
the first game I watched, he yelled and I kind of cringed. I was like, what, what is that? Because I, he, that's not him, you know? So to watch him on a football, on a football field and watch him get so animated um, is, is probably the most fun for me. It's, you know, just watching kind of that guy as opposed to the, the guy I'm married to, you know, the mild mannered guy that I'm married to. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. So much energy and passion, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loves the game of football. Um, you know, he's he played in college. His dad played in college. His brother played in college. They're all football coaches. Um, so it's a football family for sure. And he's very passionate about, about the game and about the kids. Let's go back and talk about how you met Kyle Hawkman. Well, we met. He was a... Um, graduate assistant at West Virginia University under Don Nealon, and I was working, I'm a nurse, and I was working at the um, hospital kind of right across the parking lot. Um, it's where the big, where all the big tailgates happen is the parking lot to the hospital where I worked, and one of the nurses I work with, um, she said, hey, her husband was a graduate assistant as well. She said, hey, there's this coach I want you to meet, and um. I said, well, what does he do? And she said, he's a football coach. And I'm like, oh, really? Well, what does he do for a living, though? <laughs> I had no idea that football coaching was something you did for a living. <laughs> so um, 26 years later, <laughs> <laughs> we've kind of figured that out. But, um, yeah, that's how, that's how we met. Um, they introduced us, and uh, here we are today. Did you know pretty quickly that Kyle was going to be your husband? Yeah, he, he, you know, he, he, he thought I was crazy, I'm sure. But um, I had told her I had seen him from across the football field. And I had told her, I don't, I don't want to meet a football coach. You know, I, I didn't know anything about football. I didn't understand that. And um, I, I don't know, something in me, I had a sense. And about a week later, I said, okay, okay, I'll meet him. Um, and it's weird, but I really kind of knew at that time, like, this is the man I'm going to spend my life with. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, really weird. And like I said, he, he thought I was a little bit crazy at the time because we had known each other very long, you know, and he's like, this, this chicken. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I knew, I knew really quickly that he was, he was the one for and better or worse. That's right. Two children, Savannah yeah. and Bailey. Um, mm -hmm. Lots of moves, but lots of success. I want to talk a little bit about your son, top recruit a couple of years ago, four-star recruit to be exact, top mm -hmm. 10 quarterbacks in the country, leading your husband mm -hmm. to the 7A state semifinals. Mm -hmm. As a coach's wife, we all hope our sons grow up and play this game. We love so dearly, but very, very few grow up to be such a prolific athlete. What were a handful mm -hmm. of things that you think helped your son find so much success on the field? I think number one is this is God-given ability. Um, I think, you know, that's something that he was born with. Um, even, even Kyle will say, you know, he sees things on the football field that other people don't see. Um, so he just has a unique ability. Uh, I think, of course, you know, having a, a father and a grandfather and uncles that are around football and know, truly know the game of football, that he just grew up playing. Um, a lot of times what he thought was playing were really kind of drilled, you know, to work on his, his football skills. So I think that, I think that that helped a lot in junior high. Um, he had a lot of success. He grew up with the kids, you know, from fifth grade up, they played together 
and um, they won two two out of the three years in middle school. They won the state championship. Wow. The year they didn't, they were the the state runner up. Um, so in high school, I think he lost less than five games between middle school and high school altogether. Yeah, so um, he he just has a sense and a vision and a dad that he can, you know, kind of bounce things off of or argue with, whatever <laughs> the case may be. <laughs> we had a few of those in our household too. Oh, sure. But I think, yeah, but I think that's, you know, that's just it. Like he loves the game, just like his dad and his grandfather and his uncle. Um, and so he, he studies it and he loves to play. And it's really fun to watch. Is it more nerve-wracking to be a wife of a coach or a mother of a player or both? Oh, definitely mother of a player. Most definitely mother of a player. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, as a wife of a coach, you know, there's always the the armchair quarterbacks that are sitting in the stands and they're going to have something to say. And a lot of times when they're fussing about my husband, either I'll kind of agree with them or I'll just laugh about it, you know, because I know how it is. But when it's your son and people start saying bad things about your son, that's a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's, I have some very good friends. Luckily I'm blessed to have some very good people that surround me or surrounded me at the football games when my son was playing and made sure that people weren't around me that were going to say bad things about my son. Um, So like I said, I I was very blessed to have that, but yes, by far it's, it's harder being the mom of a player, especially when your husband's the coach. Oh, yeah. The player. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure people yeah. want to say all kinds of things for sure. You know, it's yeah rewarding, but it has its fair share of presenting adversity to us in one way mm-hmm. or another. What's something mm-hmm. you relied on if you faced adversity in, in your years as a coach's wife? Well, our faith, number one. Um, but just kind of our family, you know, our little immediate family, we just rely on each other and we talk about things and what people might say in the adversity and, you know, just we're real about what's going on. We don't fake it or hide it or, um, you know, make it look pretty, but I guess just, just being real, you know, and, and talking about it and not letting things, you know, get on your heart and, and fester, I guess, if that's a I don't know if that's a good way to say it or not, that's true. but, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's probably it. Just being able to come home and knowing that you're safe behind these doors. For sure. And you have a daughter, Savannah too. I know she's close mm-hmm. to the family. I didn't mention her, but, um, I'm sure she's played a role in, in being a part of that support system as well. She has, she was, um, she played uh, high well, junior high and high school volleyball. She played two years in college at a division three school. Um, but she loves football just like the rest of the family. So she transferred to a different um, school. She's going to Kennesaw State here um, in Georgia. And she works with a football program. She wants to be a director of football operations. She's, you know, right there on the sidelines. She's doing equipment on, on the sidelines the past two years. Um, but she's getting ready to start an internship with um, the operations side of football. So, yeah, you know, she sees it. She understands it. And she's a great support for her, her brother. Um, and her dad, she, she could be a little bit hot-headed too. Somebody <laughs> talks about her dad. She'll, she'll, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. She might not say anything, but she'll, she'll turn her head and give him a look, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
true. Now, this is something we actually had not talked about in this podcast, but, and, and I don't even know if you've faced this and we hadn't talked about this before, but you know, this business is so competitive, you know, and coaches mm-hmm. apply for jobs all the time um, and don't mm-hmm. get them and it can be crushing or, you know, just the mm-hmm. different things that we face in this industry. Um, mm-hmm. How do you keep him encouraged during those transition times? Well, you know, when I met him, like I said, he was a graduate assistant at West Virginia University. And, every, you know, his life, he had said, I'm going to be a head um, division one football coach. And that's kind of where he was going. Um, and he was supposed to get a job. He had, you know, anyway, he, was, he thought that he was going to work at WVU and things didn't work out. So we made a lot of moves. Um, he went to a high school program for a while, and then he went to Division II school in Millersville University, um, thinking, okay, you know, we're going to move from here, and I'm going to move up. Well, um, we had children, and um, at that time, I, I grew up moving a lot. I never had lived anywhere in my life more than a couple of years. And so once we had kids, I just said, you know what, I, I can't raise my kids with the college coach it coaches moving all the time you know because you well you know how it is you're just you're moving a lot and I wanted them to have a stability so um we made the decision as a family that he was going to become a high school coach and he's thought of quite a few times about going back into college especially now that the kids are out of the house um but you know we just we just love our life and um he's he's tried a couple of times and had a couple of disappointments and a couple of places where he just said you know it's just not it's just not the right thing a lot of things in our uh, profession and just kind of what our husbands do on a daily basis provide a lot of opportunities to just really teach our children about winning and losing on and off the field are there some mm-hmm. things that you've tried to instill in your children through just kind of using our life experience through this yes so, you know, my kids have been on the football field since before they could walk. And they've also always been part of a team. You know, both my kids have been athletes. Um, my daughter started playing softball when she was five. And I think Bailey started playing baseball when he was five. So they've always been part of that um, team atmosphere. We've tried to instill in them that, that that's, that's part of life. You're not always going to be the winner. You're not always going to come out on you know, the winning team, but you need to realize that there's something good about everything. Even if you lose, there's something to be learned from that. You know, there's a good lesson that's there. And um, what can you do better next time? How can you act and support your team when, when you lose? How can you be a better teammate? And there, I think that translates so well into life and being part of a team. You know, when you grow up and you have a job and you're in the in the corporate world, to be able to relate to people and know how to support people, um, I think is a huge part of the winning and losing and, the, and being part of a team. I agree completely. Now you've done out some moving in your time. Do you have any moving tips? I know we're kind of in moving season for coaches and families. Or any tips on how to communicate that with school kids? I know they got to change schools and all that. Not really, because we moved here in 2003. Um, my daughter was going into the first grade and my son was four. And so they have been in the same schools and known the same people pretty much since they can remember. 
you know. Now, since Bailey graduated, since Savannah graduated, we did sell our big house and we downsized to a smaller house. Um, we went from five bedroom home to just a little bitty three bedroom kind of fixer upper. Mm-hmm. So, um, if I had any advice about moving, it's if you don't use it, get rid of it because moving it is not fun. <laughs> you mentioned you didn't know a whole lot about coaching and the industry mm-hmm. beforehand. So what do you think's just mm-hmm. kind of surprised you the most? <laughs> um, how serious people take it. I mean, you know, to me growing up, my brother played, but like I said, when I met Kyle, I didn't know a whole lot about about football I knew there was a quarterback but I didn't really know if he was on the offense or defense you know I just I didn't know a whole lot and um since then of course I've learned a lot and also you know when my son was was playing and being recruited the things that that so many people were interested in what was going on I mean it was it was crazy to me that it was national news (laughs) you know that this high school this kid in high school made um the ESPN number one play of the week when he was a you know when he was a sophomore in high school so I guess just you know how serious I mean it, it it's not a game to a lot of people mm-hmm. you know it, and I'm talking about high school sports of course you know NFL it 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 is a, how they make their living but I guess that's it just the seriousness of Yes. Of the way people look at it and, and how they, um, you know, how they react to their children mm-hmm. and how they react to coaches based on playing time and that kind of thing. It's just, it, it amazes me. Yes, it definitely does. And you hear a lot <laughs> yeah. of that too. With the long hours mm-hmm. that our husbands spend away, what are some things that you find fulfilling when he spends so much time on the road sometimes or game planning or uh, mm-hmm. whatever he has going on? Um, so I'm kind of a fixer upper type person. So, um, that's the reason when our kids moved away, you know, of course, when they were little, we, I spent the majority of the time taking them somewhere to some practice or watching some game. But now that they're gone, we bought this little fixer upper house and I love painting and building things. I think I own every saw that Home Depot makes. (laughs) Seriously. Um, and so Actually, before I started talking to you, I'm sitting here with paint all over me because I was painting all the trim in my house. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I love to do um, is just, you know, work with my hands and get out and be active. I'm not a, I'm not an exercise type person per se, but I love to stay busy and kind of physically busy. So I've, for example, we have two bathrooms and I've redone both of them. Oh and by redone, I mean, you know, taken the bathtub out and put a whole new bathtub in and retiled and painted and re- redone the ceilings. And I actually put some shiplap on the ceiling. Um, so that's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I love doing that stuff. Um, I think that's actually probably should have been what I, what I did for a living. But you know, when you're 18, it's hard to figure that out. Um, yeah. So that's what I do. I just keep myself busy. (laughs) It probably comes from this. You have to have no fear in your current job for all these years and what you've done as a nurse. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, Nursing is difficult at times, Um, you know, and, and I worked in the ER and the ICU. So I dealt with death and I dealt with 
you know, just difficult things. And sometimes coming home to be able to paint a wall is just so mindless. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it just kind of helps to decompress from the day. Now, how do you and Kyle stay connected during the season? <laughs> we go to lunch. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, I work full time, but I work four days a week. So we really don't see each other a whole lot, you know, except for right before we go to bed. But on my days off, we'll, we'll go to lunch. There's this little Mexican place we love right beside the school. And we go to lunch and it gives us 30 minutes just to sit there and, and talk, just the two of us, you know, and there are no coaches walking in and there are no players walking in and there are no kids walking in. So we just kind of take that little bit of time to to check in with each other. That's special. And I know that you said you work full time, so you're a full time mm-hmm. working mom. And then mm-hmm. there's so much, so many demands uh, as a head coach's wife um, with his responsibilities how did you mm-hmm. learn to juggle all of that at one time? I don't think it's something that was learned. I think it's just, you just do it, you know, mm-hmm. um, you just do it and you make the best of it. And uh, we've been blessed that both of our children have always been able to be a part of the football program. You know, with him being a head coach, he could kind of make it what he wants, what he wants the program to be. And it's always been important to us that, that the coaches, his his coaches, his staff, that they're that the wives are involved and that the children are involved. You know that they get to see what their dad is doing every day, and they get bob away on Friday night, um, or ball girl, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that we've done over the years is um, they meet on Sunday evening. You know, they, they start going over film for the next week, and. Um, Every couple of weeks, sometimes it's once a month, we'll just have a little family potluck get together where everybody will come. Mm-hmm. All the kids will play, all the wives will get together, um, and we'll have we'll have a meal. And you know that way we can just kind of all connect. Um, and then they go to work and we go home. So you know we've 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 just done some things over the years just to be sure that the families, you know, they're, they're gone so much. It's so important to just to spend a little bit of time together. Now, do you have a coach's wife mentor in this business? I do not. Accepting nominations to be a mentor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I probably, I would, I would be glad to talk to some, and I have talked to some of the the younger wives. Their, you know, their kids are little and their husbands are gone all the time and they're just struggling. You can see it in their face. You can see it in their eyes. Um, And, and, you know, like with some of my husband's, um, younger coaches, I thought, you know what, this too shall pass mm-hmm. and enjoy every moment of it because it passes so fast. Um, so enjoy the temper tantrums, enjoy the good times and enjoy the bad times because tomorrow you're going to wish they were back. What do you think you yeah. enjoy the most about being a coach's wife? That's a hard question. Um, I guess it's just fun to see, you know, he's so passionate about the game of football. I mean, he really is. Like, the man just loves the game. And he loves the technicals, the X's and O's. And I guess it's just fun to to watch him get so much enjoyment out of it, you know. Um, and we've met some really cool people. We go to FCA coaches camps, and we've, we've just met some really, really neat people that are lifelong friends. Um, and they're they're – 
football coaches as well, you know, so we just have so much in common that's, and it's so different than what kind of the rest of the world and and the business world or corporate America, you know, what we do is very different. Um, So it's just nice to kind of have that network of people. You've been a head coach's wife for quite a while. What are some things that you enjoy doing for your staff? Um, Well, like I said before, you know, we do some potluck dinners. Um, we've also done things like um, we've done a one year we did a, a kind of a Bible study together. We had a little book that we that we did. We also um, the school that we're in that that we're in McEachern High School is is a little bit different. It's a county school, um, but they have a trust fund that um, the school is incredible. It's on a hundred acres. It's like a college campus as opposed to a high school. Um, but a lot of the kids that live in this area don't have a lot of money, you know? So we've done things like as coaches wise, we put together our food pantry that, um, yeah. So, you know, some of the kids that don't have food can come in and just grab a bag. They don't have to tell anybody. They just come in Kyle's office and they just, you know, grab a bag of food and they take it home and that way they have food for the weekend. Um, we've also done things like um, we we have clothes, suits, um, you know, things that they that they have to dress up for, um, you know, when they go on away games. And so they we have suits and we have shoes and we have cleats and we just kind of do that as a you know the coaching wives. Um, we kind of keep that going. And one of the wives, she's great. She's a teacher um, at the school and she teaches um, special ed. And so she brings her classes in and keeps everything organized. Um, and her classes love it. They have such a good time coming in, you know, to the football office. Yes. And, um, yeah. And, you know, just organizing food and organizing clothes. So that's a couple of the things that we've, we've done over the years. Wow. That is really special. I mean, from two <laughs> aspects there, I'm a mother of a special needs child. So you're speaking my language mm-hmm. right now. Um, but to incorporate uh-huh. like giving back, giving to the the people right there in your community. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something mm-hmm. special about serving the people that you drive by every day and to serve them, but to also utilize the special needs children. What a neat mm-hmm. um, marriage, I guess, of two things. It's just really, really cool. What a great idea. I mean, that this yeah. is a great idea. Somebody needs to do to duplicate this across the country. That is special. It, it is. It is. You know, and like I said, those kids, they love coming over. And the other thing that they do sometimes is they will, um, they'll make signs and posters throughout the week and they'll, they'll go over and decorate the locker room for the players, you know, before the game on Friday. So they, they just have so much fun doing that. And, and the, the coach's wife that is heads that up, she's an incredible, incredible lady. So she's definitely unique. Um, and we're blessed to have her, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's really, it's really neat to see. And then to see them come to the football game, you know? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It means so much to them. I know I can speak from as a mom. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so amazing. That's precious. I just love it. And that's big time. They really, really well, making a massive impact in your community. I've always heard um, phenomenal things about y'all, but that's incredible. I love it. So yeah. uh, probably you probably already answered this, but 
I think I probably already know, but some of the most rewarding things about this very unique life we live, it's got to be some Mm -hmm. of those moments as well. Yeah, it is. And, you know, probably seeing those, those kids that we've helped over the years that we know we're struggling with one thing or another, whether it be food or clothes or, or whatever, to see them succeed and to go on and play college football. Um, and a couple of them even to play in the NFL. It's so rewarding to know, yeah, we used to help that kid out. You know, he was in such a bad place. And now look at him. It's so incredible. Uh, so that that's probably the most rewarding thing is just to see where they go from here. The incredible yeah. influence that you and your husband have is just, it's rare and it's special and it's eternal. And like I said, we're very blessed. You know, God has blessed us. And, and luckily, we've been able to kind of see what, what was needed at the school and it, it happened in a, in a strange way. Um, you know, kind of how this, this whole thing started, how we started helping some of the kids in the community. But yeah, I mean, it is, it, it's, it's truly been a blessing. Okay. I have some fast five questions for you. Ready? Okay. Silly. <laughs> okay. So what is something people would be surprised to know about you? Um, probably that I own all the solids that Home Depot makes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, if Kyle walks into the door and says, I have concert tickets, who would he most likely be taking you to see? Either Stevie Nicks or Van Morrison. Okay. Three o'clock. You realize, oh no, I have no plans for dinner. What would you whip up? Mm-hmm. Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. What kind of cereal? Um, uh, well, my son loves the cinnamon toast crunch, which is completely unhealthy, and uh, <laughs> we've done that before. Either that or breakfast. Uh-huh. You know, breakfast is such an easy thing, and it's always good. It is eggs and toast, right? Yep, exactly. Okay, everyone has things they need to throw away around the house. What's one item mm-hmm. that you need to throw away but somehow never do? This is probably the silliest thing ever. I have a lamp thing. I love lamps. I probably have four or five lamps in every room of my home. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's seriously, I don't like overhead lighting. So I, I'm, I guarantee and there are probably 10 of them that need to be put in the trash and I just can't do it. I just love lamps. <laughs> that's my favorite question. You really learn about people. I know. Oh my goodness. Okay. Kyle's at a game or an event, maybe overnight. You're not going to get to go to it. So you have a night to yourself. You can binge watch Netflix. What show would you pick? Um, I'm not a huge TV watcher, but when I do, I watch HGTV. Imagine that. <laughs> so I can learn how to use all the saws that I own. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite show or are you pretty much just to watch anything that's on there? Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I just kind of watch what, what's on. Yeah, perfect. Thank you so much Mm -hmm. for sharing your stories, insight, your fun things. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Live podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.